episode 37, the number one strategy to build self-confidence in teens. Hey friends, welcome to Real Parents, Real Teens, Real Life podcast, a show for parents and teens that are trying to navigate real life. It's not easy and sometimes it's a bit messy, but life can be so beautiful. Let's laugh, let's cry, and let's figure out this crazy, beautiful life. I am your host, Danelle Wasden. I spend my days hanging out with my kids, husband, and the coolest high schoolers around. Today we're going to talk about the number one strategy to helping your teens build self-confidence. And um, I usually teach that you can't make someone else feel something, but let me tell you what, when we create circumstances for them to believe and have self-confidence, it makes it so much easier for them to create feelings of self-confidence and thoughts that's going to drive that. Um, So let me just put it out there. The number one strategy to... Um, help your teens develop self-confidence is to show and tell them that they are whole and complete just as they are. Nothing that they can do will change that. Nothing that they will ever do will change that. They are a whole and complete person just as they are. Um, So I've got to tell you a little story. Um, Back when we first had COVID and we were all told that we had to stay home and our kids had to be home and we did all that online school. Um, and some people are probably still doing it. But when we first did it, um, my daughter and I, we really clashed and we really fought. And um, our relationship kind of suffered a little bit. And it's because of the way I was coming at schoolwork online for her. Um, I wanted her to love doing school. I wanted her just to get it done. I didn't think she was at the right reading level that she needed to be. And I basically thought something was wrong with her. Um, And so the way I approached teaching her and interacting with her was from a place where I wanted her to change so that she could be um, who I thought she should be and the kind of person that she should be. And um, I'll tell you what, our relationship was pretty strained through that time. And then I finally got coached on it. Um, and I realized that I wasn't accepting her for who she was and I needed her to change. And like, don't get me wrong. I loved her the whole way through. Um, but I wasn't loving her for who she was. I was loving a version of her that I was dreaming up in my head and expecting her to be. Um, and once I kind of quit the story in my head that she needed to be different, our relationship, our relationship changed completely. We were um, in a much better place. Um, Her reading didn't change. She didn't love school anymore. But I just loved her for who she was. And I accepted her for where she was at. Now, I still push her to read. I still make her do piano. I still do all the things that a mom does. But not because I want her to be different. But because I actually, truly just love her where she's at. And want what's best for her. Um... And the energy that I bring because of the pure love that I have for her and not wanting for her to change has made the biggest difference in our relationship. So that's just kind of an example of accepting your child where they're at. And it can be whether they have friends that you don't like or they're doing drugs or they have a boyfriend you don't like or a girlfriend or they're not playing basketball or they are playing basketball or you wish they would clean their room or, you know, whatever it is that you think, oh, they shouldn't be this way. If we can just accept them for who they are and know that they are complete and whole, 
then their self-confidence is going to build. And I'm not saying don't set any boundaries, but what I am saying is set them from love and acceptance and not from, I've got to control you and change you. Okay. So that's the number one strategy. Show your teen, tell your teen that they are whole and complete just as they are. And they do not need to change anything. And whatever they do, whatever they do do, or they don't do, they are whole and complete just as they are. So now you're saying to me, okay, how do we do this? Um, first of all, you have to believe it yourself. Just remember, like go back to when your teenager was first born and you had all the dreams in the world for him. And you thought, oh my heck, my child is so perfect. Um, and just remember the thoughts that you had about him. They are still that same person today. And believe in whatever capabilities that they can do, believe in their potential, believe in who they are. And, um, I remember doing this with my oldest, oldest son and thinking he was going to be the king of the world and nothing he could do was going to be wrong. And he was going to be the best at everything. Um, I've come to know that, no, he's not the best at everything, but I believe that he has the potential to do whatever he wants to do and the potential to be totally amazing and that he's already amazing right now. And, He's, and I believe this because I just choose to, because why not? Right? What? There's no downside to believing it. So believe yourself that your teen is amazing and whole just as they are. Um, and if it helps you to go back to phases in their life where you did believe it, go back and think about those things. And if you haven't ever had a phase in your life, you can just pick to go forward and say, I'm believing in my teen. I believe in all of their potential. Okay. Now the next few parts, um, I want you to think of the, there's this Chinese, I don't know if it's a proverb or a saying or what it is, but it's hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. And it's got the little monkeys that cover their ears and their eyes and their mouth. Anyways, that's what I want you to think of right now, but I want you to think of it in opposite ways. So the first thing that I want you to do is I want you to think about hearing your teen. Um, so instead of hear no evil, I want you to hear your teen. Um, and I want you to think about how often you actually sit and listen to them. Um, do you always say, wait, just one second, let me fix your problem for you. You listen and then you're like, here, do this and this and this. You didn't do it right. This is why you're suffering. I just want us to sit and hear our teens. I want us to put our phones down. I want us to put our work down. I want us to come back to our teens when they want to talk to us. We need to listen. Um, and they don't want us to fix their problems. They just want to hear what we have. They just want us to hear what they have to say and just love them. Um, if you're like me, and I realized that I was doing this on my way home from work, from school when I'm driving, I have kids going like this, talking 100 miles an hour. And I, in my brain, am going through my day 100 miles an hour, the things we need to do the rest of the evening. And I didn't hear a word that my kids have said. And so for me, I, I need to take this advice and I need to just listen, listen to what they have to say. And there's times when, you know what, I have to do other things. I'm not going to listen, but when I can, I'm going to listen. Um, the next one is show them. I want you to, um, when you're, when they're doing stuff, pay attention to it, show them that you care about what they're doing. Um, and then the other thing I, I want to say is like if they have games or they have dance stuff or they're doing piano or they're learning the guitar or they're drawing and they want to show you 
look at it, watch him, be there for him. Um, when you can, I know life is busy and life is crazy, but if you can support your children and show them that you care about what they're doing, it's going to help build their self-confidence. The next thing in part of the showing them is I just want you to hug your teen. Um, there are so many benefits to hugging your teen, hugging anyone, hugging when, when you hug someone, it releases a oxytocin is what it's, it's a hormone called oxytocin. And, um, basically what this does is it produces a, this oxytocin is a chemical that soothes this and makes us feel more safe and less threatened throughout the day. So if you can give I know it's like, Oh, don't touch me, mom. You know, I have, I have a, I have a teenage son and he doesn't really like me to hug him a whole lot, but it's going to release some, um, a chemical that oxytocin to make him feel safe and less around throughout the day. So go ahead and hug them. Um, and then the third, the third thing is to tell them. So we're going to, we are going to hear them. We're going to show them and we're going to tell them how much we love them and what their worth is and that they're whole and complete just as they are. And when we tell them this, like, tell them that you love them, tell them that you're whole, you're whole and complete just as you are. Write them a note, send them a text. There's so many different ways you can communicate this to them. Um, you can leave a voicemail then they can put it on replay. Um, you could use some of the social media apps that you send a picture or a Snapchat or whatever. I'm not quite up on all of them, but whatever way your teens communicates, communicate with them. Um, so those are the three things that will help you believe yourself, how amazing your teen is. And it's going to give you some actions to do to believe in your teen. Um, in so, so some research, I guess, as you guys know, I'm a high school teacher and some research has been done that, um, it's called the, I don't, Hattie is the researcher. I don't know if it's her first or last name, but, or even if it's a he or a she, but the third thing that says that helps with student achievement in school that says this is going to help a student be successful is the teacher's belief in the student. That's the third highest on the list of everything teachers can do to help students. And I believe that a parent's belief is almost higher than a teacher's belief. And it probably is. So if a parent believes in their child, your child is going to have success. And if the child believes in themselves, it's even higher. So if we can develop that belief in our, in our kids to, and our teens to help them have that self-confidence, you're going to see a difference. Um, so let me just reiterate one more time. The number one strategy is to believe in them yourselves. Believe that they are complete and whole as they are. And to do that, you need to hear them. You need to show them. And you need to tell them. Tell them how amazing and whole and complete they are. Um, so with this, with this episode, I have created a guide to help you help build your teen self-confidence. So check out the show notes, go and grab the guide so that you can find ways to build your teen self-confidence every single day. And also, um, I have my self-confidence course that's launching February 28th. I am doing a early bird special through the 21st. So if you want your teen, um, to, get this course. It's going to be so amazing. It's going to help your team communicate. It's going to help them with their anxiety. It's going to help them reconnect with you and others. And it's just going to help them be able to execute and finish things and have goals and dreams again. Um, 
I cannot wait for this to start. So if you're wanting more news about more information about that, I have my go to my Instagram account and you can find um, go to my bio and you can find stuff there. Um, also, there will be a link in the guide as well. So anyways, jump on the show notes, grab the guide to help with your team's self-confidence, some things you can do to help them today. Thank you so much for listening this week and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.